Good afternoon and welcome to the Market Wrap, number 83, Stuart Williamson here, APW, and I'm at the helm. Why do we do this? Why number 83? Um, because we do just to share a bit of love on the market in the UK, what's going on, and how you might use this information to your best um, advantage. Uh, we're not tied in any way to any concept or ideas or any company, which is an independent company. And we looked recently over 2021 to see the sort of properties we had worked with, and we did buy to let, buy to live, sheltered housing, care homes investment, housing multiple occupancy, staycation properties, and PBSA. PBSA being purpose built student accommodation. At the same time, we also helped many builders raise capital for their um, builds through our clients. This week, I wanted to just talk a little bit about um, what's going on in the press and Telegraph this week is talking about how HMOs are the latest part of the buy-to-let market that has been shot down in flames. They say with the cost spiraling, the end of the world is nigh for HMOs, housing and multiple occupancy. And I just wanted to bring to your attention because it's not just in the property world this is happening, it's everywhere. Rife sensationalism. Um, so it's important to get, a, it's crucial to get an independent, honest view. And that's what we try and put across here. Obviously we've got our own axe to grind because we want people to buy property and us to help them. So we make money and clients do. But we have your best interests at heart. What are HMOs? Houses of multiple occupancy where people who are not related live together in separate rooms. Apparently rocketing energy prices are hammering landlords' profits in one of the last corners of the buy-to-let world that virtually guarantees good returns. So the Telegraph says, that's a great endorsement of buy-to-let market and HMOs because they are good returns. Houses of multiple occupation, HMOs, in which tenants pay a rent that includes bills, all bills, has long been a goldmine for investors. But landlords of these types of investments have already seen their utility bills jump by a quarter so far this year eroding their yields. Many of the HMO uh, owners are saying that they expect 40% increase in the price cap on energy prices in April. They're expecting that so they see they'll further eat into profits and make further rental rises likely. Stephanie Taylor, who runs a company called HMO Heaven, fantastic name, which has 25 properties in Newport, South Wales, said energy bills on her properties had already jumped by 25%. And she says, of course, I've got a human touch, a, a lovely lady talking. That's about an extra £50 per month per property, she said. The energy crisis has struck at a time when HMO landlords are already grappling with higher energy bills because of the mass shift of working from home. So instead of people going out to the HMO to go to work, they're staying in to work, which has driven up home energy use. I hadn't thought of that angle, to be fair. Houses... On multiple uh, occupation line landlords generate much higher yields than typical buy-to-lets by renting out individual room, rooms. But before you go running out saying, I want to do one of these, it's very hard to get a HMO mortgage if you don't have a track record with it. We use specialist managers who do that for you. Between July and September last year, landlords who let out individual flats achieved an, in, an average yield of 5.9%, according to BDA, BDRC, well, I don't know who they are either. HMO properties, however, had a yield of fifth higher, 7.2%. So it's a great little market. It's very complicated and there's a lot to get into. There's a lot to be 
worked on. So if you'd like to go onto our page, you'll see we've got a HMO uh, ebook there, which you might find useful because you do need a license for the local council. You do need a lot of stringent safety checks. Mira Chindurui of the National Residential Landlords Association, a trade body, said utility bills were landlords' second highest cost on their properties after upkeep and maintenance, typically accounting for an eighth of expenditure. And when I was at university, I was in a HMO. My parents had to sign on to the lease and I signed the lease. So in our house, there were six of us. There were 12 people on the hook for, the, for not payment. So we made sure it was paid. Kevin Sands, who's a landlord in Essex, who owns a number of HMO properties, according to the Telegraph, he says his electricity bills have jumped by £365 to £2,203 and it increases 20%. He says also the gross rent on a five or six bedroom house is about £30,000 a year. If my costs go up by 10%, then I have one percentage point hit on my bottom line. Instead of getting a yield of 7%, that's down to 6%. So it is very, very profitable, but not to be gone into lightly. You need to use specialists to get it working properly. HMO landlords are being squeezed on multiple fronts. You've got rising interest rates. That's been an issue. And Mr. Sands said, previously rising bills could be offset by interest rates. Over the last past few years, when we used to refinance a property, the bills normally went down by £500 a year. You know, that's great, but I mean, this is the way of the world. It's a free market economy. These things will happen. They happen in all sorts of vitalettes or in life. You know, that's just the way it is. Another concern Mr. Sands has is that landlords are worried about the budget for the, to make the eco upgrades that the government plans to induce the EPC certificates over the next few years. Well, actually, it's not the next few years, I don't believe. It's 2025 and in 2030. And as we discussed previously on the market wrap, it's a complete mess, and I don't think that'll ever be able to, ever, ever to occur, frankly. Back to Miss Taylor at HMO Heaven. We will have to analyse and look at what we need to do to sustain our business, she said. Because of the high returns for HMOs, we can afford to bear some of it, but people don't know how much more prices will go up. If energy prices doubled, we'd be looking at real problems. Okay, will they double? You know, it's really more of a logistical issue rather than a price issue. There's still as much oil and gas around. It's just more difficult to get it to you. So that's the issue. But there's a price cap in April that's been removed and will go up by another 30 to 40%. That's going to have a big impact on all energy bills and will affect HMOs because they are paying the bills themselves. So a lot of, the, a lot of people who are in HMOs are poorer people who can't afford to rent flats or houses. So that's going to affect them most because they have the least disposable income, which is unfortunate. So Mr. Sand says, now the energy cap is coming, is being moved up in April. He's already increased his new rooms by 4% in price and will have to do so on his existing tenants by the way things are looking. But let's look at this into overall context. You know, rental growth in the UK is at a 13-year high, according to Zoopla, Rightmove and Knight Frank. The cost to rent across the country is now rising at the fastest pace since 2008 because the demand is continuing to outweigh supply. Rent prices in the UK are said to be, are said to be up 6% annually, but the standard cost of renting outside of London now at £809. It's the fastest growth for a decade. 
In the last quarter alone, the average UK rent declined 3% and demand for rented properties has doubled in cities including Manchester, uh, Leeds, Birmingham, I think Edinburgh. In its quarterly rental market report, Zoopla, which is one of my favourites, uh, they said that the, that the rental increase up to December had been shaped by ongoing supply and demand imbalance. The supply for rental properties is currently running at 43% below the average five-year uh, average, five average, causing an upward pressure on rent prices. The rise in the house prices, 3% stamp duty levy that was induced in 2016, and the post-lockdown demand all have caused a lack of homes available for rent. So the rentals are going through the roof, you know, and to give you a balanced approach, I took a, an article from the Manchester Evening News, and there's a gent there called Morris Kilbride, uh, who's an independent age, independent estate agency manager for the last 30 years, and has great experience in this. He reports, I'm not going to do the accent, he reports the number of potential tenants for everyday property has increased significantly. However, similar to the sales market, there is a distinct shortage of rental stock available. And I'm not exaggerating, He's not, you know. When I say we have at least 50 inquiries for every property we list, obviously that's going to increase upward pressure on rents. You know, that much. I mean, Manchester, 34% of all the properties in Manchester are tenanted. So it's a huge rental market. He says, sadly, I don't see this changing anytime soon unless we have a massive influx of private rental properties coming onto the market. Now, that is likely to happen with the PRS introduction. A lot of the big corporates getting involved like Lloyds Bank, creating their own public rental sector developments. Monthly cost of rent in the UK now is now 37% of the average income for a single tenant. That used to be just London, right? That used to be 37% in London, 30% elsewhere. It's now everywhere. Rents are up in the southwest of England by 9% year on year, in Wales by 7.7%, and in the East Midlands, 6.9%. Rental demand in Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds and Edinburgh has doubled in the last quarter compared to Q1. Looking ahead to 2022, the forecast is for a further 4.5% increase in rents. So is it a good time to be buying HMOs? Not as the Telegraph says, it's a bad time. No, it's a good time to do HMOs. It's a good time to do any buy to let because there's a huge shortage and that's not going to go away anytime soon. So. It's a buying opportunity for property in the UK. Buy to let is a good opportunity for us all. Obviously, be very careful where you buy. As I said to you before, buying in Whitby is not a great idea. Buying Birmingham, Manchester, Nottingham, some of the hot spots, Cambridge, Oxford, even parts of the outskirts of London now is a good idea. Weigh it up and make, do some good research. You know, it's all about caveat emptor. Thank you very much for listening. Do like and subscribe if you can, and hopefully chat to you again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.